Chapter 2. Madness and Love Madness and love is created by extremes. When we date or love through extremes, there's often a sexual heat on the way up or the way down. It's the biggest dopamine rush, a thrill-seeker's addiction. A foolish game ensues because we're so overtaken by the moments of flattery or simply feel so damn special. What comes up must come down, but the highs are so great that we really want to stay there forever, and the lows are so nasty that we beg for the high to come back again. In madness and love, there is no in-between or moderation or trepidation. It's either on or off. If you've ever been with someone who can lift you high and low in one day, you know something about madness and love. During the highs, one might think they are the only thing that matters to the other, and the lows, you simply don't exist. The feeling of being so important in one moment and obsolete the next moment plays tricks on your mind and your heart and your worth. You might logically understand that you are on the roller coaster, but the desire for a moment like that, again, takes over all of your sensibilities and you fasten your seatbelt, laughing and anticipating on the way up and screaming with fear and recklessness on the way down. Maybe you have gone mad in love or maybe you know someone who has, but we've all seen it or heard stories of it. He loves me. He loves me not. On repeat until it all comes to a screeching halt and it is always screeching in madness and love because there is no other sound to represent a crashing of the heart. When we love people or date people who teeter on extreme emotions, we subject ourselves to a world simultaneously divine and destructive. And the thing is, is that when you experience madness and love once, you think that you can recognize it again if it ever revisits you through a relationship that follows. But you won't recognize it easily because it carries you away and up and over without you realizing it until you are in it so deep. It pulls you under like a riptide, and then when it's over, if you're lucky, you might wash up on the beach out of breath or with sand weighing down your suit. If you're not so lucky, you might go under and never come back, attaching to the cycle of manipulation and heightened intensity. Madness in love is contagious and always affects both people, even if one of them started it. You go mad when they go mad mostly in times between the behaviors that take you so far up and then plummet you into the abyss of insecurity. One can never think of themselves as too strong to be mad in love. It gets the independent and confident just as much as those who are lacking. It's not that you are weak, it's that its strength is immensely powerful. Madness and love leaves a pit in your stomach when it finally comes to an end. After the flames are out and you come to, it all seems unreal and you can't believe you are in that mess. But the feelings of the highs remain in your memory will always recall the best and most scintillating moments. That's just how it is in madness and love. The bad chef. I bumped into you or you bumped into me or we bumped into each other. And when I turned around and looked far up to your face that was six foot seven inches from the floor, I told you that your glasses were crooked. You looked down at my face that was five feet seven inches from the floor and said that you knew that because you just sat on them. I thought you were funny and you thought that of me too. You spoke in a French accent and that surprised me because I didn't think Frenchmen could be so tall. You whisked me away and around at the event that day, laughing and drinking wine, and my heart was racing in excitement over you the entire time. You appeared familiar, but I wasn't exactly sure why. 
I learned later you had been on TV and I remembered later that I had watched the show and the show was about reality in the kitchen and I did watch you and I did say that when you returned for a second or third season that only losers do that. But then I bumped into you or you bumped into me or we bumped into each other and I didn't think you were a loser. We went outside at the event and sat down. You asked me if I wanted to get out of there and I said absolutely in disbelief that you wanted to take me somewhere. You stood up and took out your phone and pulled up a song, Good Thing, by the Fine Young Cannibals, started playing, and you looked at me, kept the song on, and put your phone in your back right jean pocket. I felt like the good thing, and you hailed a taxi, and the song played the whole ride through. We exited, and we walked into a hotel lobby and into the elevator that had wood and gold walls. The door closed and you had me up against the wood and gold and you kissed me incredibly hard like I love. And when the door opened, we moved apart. You took my hand and led me to the bar. 